Oh. <laughs> anyway, thanks so much for coming to talk. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Happy to be here. <laughs> so, are you all? Have you wrapped Terrifier two? You done? No, almost, almost. Uh, we basically finished principal photography, but they got to do a few little pickups here or there and stuff like that. Yeah. So well, we're almost, I, yeah, we were almost there too when the whole lockdown happened in March. So that was okay. very annoying. Oh, so, I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah. We're like, come on. I was like, I, I think if we had just toughed it out and stayed up there for another two weeks upstate New York, because we we're out in the middle of nowhere in like Amish country, we could have finished it. But <laughs> oh yeah, it seems like you would be safe out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was no. I mean, it took like forty-five minutes just to go to the grocery store. So it was just oh. like, yeah, we we're out in the middle of nowhere. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You oh yeah. Safer there, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so because I, I think they only had like just like a handful of cases out in that area anyway. Yeah. So it's like. Well, yeah. yeah. It is we what just, it is. Um, I'm sorry. We <laughs> just rewatched the first Terrifier yesterday. Oh good. Then we watched the preview for number two, and we are so excited. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times I laughed, although I shouldn't have, because your facial expressions oh my in the movie are just gold. Honestly, I just was giggling. I'm like, this probably shouldn't be funny, but it's hilarious to me because <laughs> it's like you take a role that has no lines mm-hmm. and you're just making these faces I'm like this is awesome she's laughing and i'm like this she's laughing and i'm giggling i'm like look at his face i mean after we rewatched it i was like kind of afraid to talk to you oh. <laughs> the clown is you do it so well that it's like is this guy really crazy like this clown like <laughs> very convincing maybe no, right, but now it's like looking at you. I'm like, this is not the guy. No, yeah. but yeah, yeah you just <laughs> the way you do it without any lines, but you know what's going on in your head the entire time, and you're like, this fucking guy, man, genius. Like, so genius. you, so I was telling Katie today that there's a scene early on in the Terrifier that I had forgotten about, and mm-hmm. so you're with. Um, the one of the first two girls with the black hair. I can't remember her character's name. Uh, Tara. Tara. Yeah. And yes. you have a little hatchet in your hand. Yeah. And then she's all tied <laughs> up, and you're like, oh. And then you're like, mm-hmm. and like, oh. And I'm like, fuck. When is he gonna do it? <laughs> that scene, I was like, man, I didn't know when to cover my eyes because you kept joking with her and stuff. It was right before you saw the girl in half that was hanging upside down. Oh yeah. <laughs> as you do you know it's just like yeah. yeah we we actually filmed so many different takes on that scene where i was taking out different tools from my bag and just doing different things some of them were more comedic there was like this one thing was like this pole and i had this giant spike on the end of it and i was doing a whole like bob hope routine with the golfing and all that kind of <laughs> yeah. stuff they're like yeah this is funny but it's probably too funny for this scene, yeah. we're like, oh, well, you know, we have alternate takes on it. So, you know, use what you want to use. At least you have options. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. No, it was, it's just so well done. I'm so glad Netflix picked it up. Yeah. Wow. Me too. It's, it's unfortunately going to be going off Netflix, I think, in, in 
beginning of September because the contract expires or something like that. Okay. okay, so all you guys need to watch it right now. Right now. Yeah, now. Watch it now. Go out and buy yeah. the DVD and Blu-ray and all that stuff. Just download it straight to your computer. You can buy it probably through Amazon. Yeah. yeah. The iTunes, all that stuff. Yeah, but, I think Red Central sells it too. So. Okay. Yeah. And um, what was I going to ask you? I well, don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not a mind reader? I don't know. Um, <laughs> at this point, you don't think it'll be like spoilers if I say anything about the first one, do you? No, they've had two years to watch it. Okay. Right. So <laughs> it's on them. <laughs> I don't know if you can even answer this because I know there's this like mystique to the clown, you know? Mm. Um, but so the whole time you're like, man, this guy's getting a nail through his foot. He's getting like stabbed. He's getting all this stuff. And he's like, keeps coming back and coming back. But it's not till the very end where you're in the coroner's office and the lights start going crazy the sec and you're like, oh shit, is there something paranormal to this? And then you sit up and your brains are hanging out the back of your head and you're like <laughs> back with it. So it makes me feel like the clown's like this demon or something. Like clearly you're not human. Ah. You know? There's just some crazy twist there. There's something <laughs> going on. We some, we explore some of that in part two because you know it's like you, know, you got to explain how he comes back from the dead. So there is something that brings him back from the dead, and that same thing gives him basically his mission for part two. So he has a, he has an agenda for part two. So there's a reason he's going after the the uh, uh, Sienna in this film. So yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Good. oh Are you God, just having yes. the time of your life with it? Yeah, oh, it's so much fun. It's, it's especially in this one because you know I took a slightly different approach to him because you know he's back from the dead and I don't think he expected to come back from the dead. And he's like, oh wow, I'm back from the dead. Okay, oh. I'm gonna have some fun now. It's just right. he's a lot more confident and cocky, I guess, in himself. I was like, oh yeah, I'm 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 badass now. I'm pretty hard to kill. Okay. Oh well, that's whatever. As if you weren't hard to kill to begin with. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but he's like, oh, crap, I can come back from the dead even better. Right. All bets are off now. When the coroner yeah. opened the body bag and I saw that, like, shit-eating grin, I was like, oh, no. And the eyes. Oh, no, and the eyes. He Looking was like, over. Yeah. Okay. He didn't just blow his head off. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since it was a different expression on my face than when I, like, killed right. myself anyway. So it's just yeah, like. Yeah, the eyes were different. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, he's just kind of been sitting in there probably just going. <laughs> just waiting. Exactly. He's like, oh, I'm not exactly. dead. Yeah. Open me up. Right. <laughs> so how did you so how did you get to this point to become the terrifier? Were you acting like before this or? Yes, yeah. I was I was more of a musical theater actor and voiceover actor. This was my very first real film other than just doing like extra work. So this was this was a nice foray into uh, film for me. I, I didn't expect this. So yeah. I I, I came across it because um I had just come back from like my fifth national tour with How the Grinch Soul Christmas the musical and I oh, decided cool. that is yeah. awesome. Yeah, I played uh, Grandpa Who in that, and I also understudied the Grinch, who was Stephen Carl from Lazy Town. He played Robbie Rotten on there. Oh, so he was yeah. awesome, oh. dude. Yeah, you see a lot of his like persona in art, too, because I learned so much from him. 
But I, I decided to like um, take a few months off and just live off the unemployment I was getting from the tour and just spend that time focusing on auditioning because I had never done that before. I was like, you know, I might as well just do this, focus on my career. And so I was like in so many different, I think about four different final callbacks for four different Broadway tours. And they all fell through at the last second for one reason or another. Like one of them literally came down to a coin toss. They, wow. they just couldn't decide between myself and the other actor. And, you know, at the time I thought, ah, oh, man, fates were not on my side. But they were. But they were. Because yeah. I wouldn't have been able to audition for Terrifier or I wouldn't have been able to film Terrifier. And I think this worked out so much better for me career-wise. So I'm like, oh, okay. So that's one of those things where I've just gotten where I just trust in the fates on things. If I don't get something, there's a reason for it. I'm like, okay, there's something else out there for me. So, eh. We'll just see what happens. Right. 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 I mean, I can't imagine anyone else playing that role. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad no one else imagined anybody else either, especially Damien. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He knew what he was looking for and he found it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it was just perfect for me. I was just like, it was something when I saw the audition notice, I'm like, oh, I'm perfect for this. Because I had seen All Hallows Eve, so I knew the character and I, I was like, when I first saw All Hallows Eve, I was like, man, I would love to have an opportunity to take that character and do something else with it because this is, he's like an evil Mr. Bean and I'm, I've, I've always wanted <laughs> a character like that that does, you know, because I, I love physical comedy, I love, you know, silent clowns and I'm like, I would love to have an opportunity to play a character like that without dialogue where I can just do all the shtick like this and I'm like, oh, this is perfect. I have to get this because right. they were looking for someone my height, my weight, because I'm as skinny as a rail. And, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. I am meant to do this. So I just told my reps to please submit me. I know I can get this. And the rest is history. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. When do they have a release date for the second one? Not yet. We, we originally wanted to release it in October, but – you know, right. that was before the world went to so. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> before everything was like, yeah, we don't know what's going on anymore. So, you know, we're, we're hoping to release it in the next year, you know, especially in the next half, you know, like, you know, first half of 2000, what is it going to be, 2021? Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know anymore. Um, like today yeah. I was like, I asked my roommate, like, what day is it? <laughs> like, I don't know. I know. I don't know anymore. So it's just like, but yeah, we we hope to release it as soon as possible. I mean, it's highly doubtful it's going to get a like a, a national release in movie theaters because of the content matter. Because it's <laughs> it, it would definitely be getting an NC seventeen rating just for the first five minutes alone. So I've heard yeah. this one is uh, even the scenes take off that saw scene. I mean, oh. there are overtake that song yeah we, we we took it upon ourselves as a challenge to try to at least you know match that scene if not top it so we've done that with the gore i think a lot more it's like you, you thought you saw some gore in the first one yeah <laughs> maybe not movie theater oh no but no no that was yeah like when we we're filming like the opening scene like damien just like i i take my first swipe at the victim and do that and damien like turns to me he's like you know dave that would have been a whole entire kill scene in a Jason movie. That would have been it. 
And I'm like, oh, and we got so much more to do in this scene. Because <laughs> like, oh, most of the time you just see like the first stab or something like that. Then you see the aftermath. You don't see the whole right. kill actually happening. And right. so that's – and we that's show all of that. Is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I'll be like that the whole time for number two, I assume. <laughs> oh, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. you're going to do that a lot. There's some very vicious scenes. There's like, especially one kill that we filmed where Damon even got nauseous just editing it because he's just like, this is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is so mean. I feel so sorry for this victim. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> That's what makes you created this, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It makes yeah. him scarier than any scary clown I can think of. Like, he is the last clown I ever want to come in contact with. Yeah, you don't want to mess with He's vicious. Yeah. I mean, I don't want yeah. to come in contact with any clown. Any of them, but Art but, is by yeah. far the most brutal yeah. and oh, yeah. just fucking terrifying. Mm -hmm. he, I like to say he likes to play with his food. Yes! So yeah. That's, that's how he is. With this. Like, he doesn't just kill someone. He just totally just... Just mutilates them. It's just right. like, and he has fun doing it. And I was like, God, he's sick. Eating <laughs> the girl's face at oh, the man. end. I was like, see, eating her face. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's so gross. And just oh. the littler things too. Like, you know, they can't get out because all the doors are locked. And you're just riding a little tricycle around, and they see you, and they're like, that was oh, shit. so funny. He went behind a wall. I think I can run now. It's like, no, bitch, you can't run. He no. will fight you. I got this whole building on lockdown. Yeah, right. Oh, man. You ain't yeah. going nowhere. Yeah. yeah, so he wasn't worried at all, which made it scarier, because you never ran. Yeah. You never, you know. Um, and so you would just kind of tease them and stuff, mm -hmm. and that was so scary and the fact that you were so scary without talking is just amazing Thank i you. mean it was so scary <laughs> i just, well, just wait <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're gonna have to wear some depends then for part two yeah i am i am nervous about it <laughs> yeah yeah but it's fun. It's a fun film, too. It's just like, I think we've upped everything. You know, just not the kills, but, you know, just like the character development and everything, too. Especially with the, you know, the, not just art, but like his, the, the protagonist and her friends and everything like that. They're just, that, that's something, you know, I, I think Damien really upped his game on this one. It was like, he really fleshed out some characters in some really good ways, where it's not your stereotypical characters. They have depth to them. Mm -hmm. which I really liked. It's like, it's, there's like this one character where I, I thought, I was like, okay, yeah, he's just going to be this goofball and stuff like that. And then he has another scene in there where, you know, it's like, oh, wow, he's got a lot of heart. He's actually, it's like when, when he has to be in the, you know, you know, serious and all that, he's boom. All the, I was like, whoa, wow. He actually does care. And he's not a total <sighs> asshole. That's really cool. Cause you're yeah. just used to those like one dimensional type of characters in these films. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. So before all the quarantine stuff, did you have any like horror cons lined up or anything like that? Oh, so many. I'm like, this so whole, bummed about it. Oh, well, this whole year has been such a wash on all those. It's like I, I, I've had so many of them that have been postponed and then postponed again. It's just like uh, I think I now only have like one on my schedule for this year. It's uh, Days of the Dead in Las Vegas in October. So who, who, who knows? Yeah, knock on wood, you know, if that is just like, it, you just, 
that's the hard thing about this is that you think we're going to be over it by that time and then people keep being stupid and it just keeps yeah. spreading. It's like, stop. Right. <laughs> Right. And when you have something coming up, it makes it hard to get out there and promote it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does, like because you just don't know. Yeah. 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 It's like, I want to go. I really, especially Vegas. Oh, my God, I want to go because I've never been to Vegas before. And it's just like, I want to go so people just stay inside. I know. I, as of right now, I think Vegas is open. So hopefully people are being good there. Yeah. You can I'm, also visit the Haunted Museum there. I know, I know. It's like because uh, I know Zach's out there, and he, he's like, yeah. he he and I chat all the time on like Instagram and everything like that. I'm like, Argh. oh, that would be cool. Yeah, maybe you can get like a private tour. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure he could probably arrange something like that for Damien and I. So uh, yeah, so, yeah, he's a, he's a pretty cool dude. Yeah, I was just watching something. Um, did you see any of their quarantine episodes? No, I haven't. They uh, were crazy. They were crazy. And last <laughs> night I watched the finale where they opened the Dybbuk box. Oh, no. Apparently, All you the more just walk in that room. Right. Apparently, just walk <laughs> in that room. You're like, you feel, like, it just feels different going in that room. Oh, yeah. I can I can understand. I, I, I've dealt with that kind of stuff. So, I'm like, our, our apartment's haunted here that I live in. So, stuff what? happens all the time. I, I just had my ass grabbed in my sleep the other night, so I was just like... Are you sure okay. that was in somebody else? Sure it wasn't your roommate? Oh, I, I, I know it wasn't, because it was on the <laughs> side of the room where, you know, if someone wanted to come in and do that to me, they would have had to walk across my bed because it's next to the window, so it's like that... So I would have felt someone going across my bed to do that, so I was just like... Because it was one of those instinctual things where my foot just kicked out, like, do <laughs> yeah. not... And there's nothing there. And I'm like, I am not going to look. I am not looking right now. I am not looking. <laughs> yes. We have so much weird shit happen in our apartment. Things go missing, then reappear like months later. And it's just like, that was not sitting there on that counter for two months. And all of a sudden, I've been looking for this thing. Now it's sitting. It's just like, this is weird. Tell me <laughs> more. Oh, so much. I'm like, I, I, I hear sometimes occasionally hear like voices. I heard like like a female voice in my room the other night and stuff like that. Because we think it's a female. Cause, yeah. Because uh, we, we've seen like glimpses of her or something like that. But just like, well, uh, I guess she thought my butt was cute. I don't know. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong She's with like, that. He's not dressed in his clown costume. I'm not scared yeah. of him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's like she's probably you know hasn't had any fun time in a long time, so I can understand. It's like hey, just ask for first, you know. It's like I understand. It's been a, it's been months for me too because I've been stuck inside. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, she might be willing to uh, help you with that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's no. making her little moves. <laughs> she's interested. Isn't that sad? It's just like oh. <laughs> Well, okay. You know what? I got it right. Whatever. It's a cool story, right? This could be interesting. Definitely. Could be otherworldly, yeah. <laughs> well, that's really cool. Yeah. So you in Manhattan, or? What's that? Are you living in Manhattan? Yeah, I, oh, I live in uh, Astoria, Queens. Okay. So it's like literally right outside of Manhattan. It's easily... Easy commute into the city by subway it takes me like thirty minutes to get to Midtown, so it's just. I read you were from Huntsville. 
Yes. Good old Rocket City, USA. I've been there. I love that town. It's it's a very interesting town because it's not what you think of when you think of Alabama, first of all. No, it's not at all. It's like this giant suburbia with a small city in the very middle of it. It's weird. Yeah, Yeah, but everyone is so nice. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. And then you have, like, that cool, like, NASA thing. What? I didn't know anything about that Oh, it's so pretty. Yeah, that's where uh, NASA first started. Yeah. That's when uh, um, the military, um, with Operation Paperclip after World War II, they brought over all the Nazi scientists that the, the Russians and the U.S. split up. And they brought them over, like Dr. Von Braun and his team. And my, my grandfather was with the uh, Army Missile Command at the time. He was basically their expert in explosives. So if you wanted anything to go boom, you went to my grandfather. So they're like, okay, we want you to team up with Von Braun and start – this rocket program. So my grandfather and Von Braun started those. Like, so a lot of the rockets you see out there, like the Space and Rocket Museum, were my grandfather's. So it's like, it was pretty cool to know. It's like, and then like, Von Braun eventually started NASA, and he asked my grandfather to go with him to NASA, and he's like, my grandfather's like, no, I've always been with the military. I, I this is, these are my people. But you know, I wish you the best of luck, and he always regretted that decision. Wow. But my my, my dad. Was, or my aunt's father was in on that as well. Oh, it's it's, it's crazy stories. Like yeah. I, I grew up around all those Germans. Uh, it's like it's like um, there's a mountain there in Huntsville called Monte Santa Mountain, and on um, on the Street Panorama Drive, that's where all the German scientists lived. And my grandparents lived right up there with them. And it's just like yeah, to me they were just the old Germans that brought me chocolate to spoil me <laughs> rotten when I was a the kid. The best I, chocolate. I know. I was like, yeah, I, I had no idea, like, the guy that came up with the very first computer lived down the street. You know, it's just like, you know, these these were, like, the some of the greatest minds of, you know, that generation. And it's just like, this is, yeah, they were just, yeah, I say, hey, David, you want some chocolate? Yeah, I brought this for you. And I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, I wish I had been older by the time my grandparents passed away so I could have really sat down and talked to these people because I oh my god I can only imagine the stories they had to tell for having you know worked with the Third Reich and everything I'm like I'm like my god the things they must have gone through I'm like I that would have just been amazing to hear their story I mean I knew one of them though but, um he he was like my my best friend's uh wife's grandfather Oscar Holder he was the very last one that passed away and he, he's the guy that invented the wind tunnel, and he had, like, 19 different patents. Like, you know, the little rockets that you put the water in, he pumped them up, and they go, oh, yeah, He invented that. that. Oh, he, was the, cool. he was the coolest guy. He was just, like, he, he put us to shame, too, because, like, when we're moving them out of their apartment down in Tuscaloosa, like, we're, you know, lifting up the furniture, and he's, like, we go over to their Barca lounger, and he's, like, an 80-something-year-old man, and and we're, like, oh, Oscar, we've got that. We don't want you to – he's, like, no, don't worry. I've got this. And he just picks it up himself, this skinny old German, and just, like, something that would have taken the two – like, two of us to pick up. He just picked up and, like, walked out the door. We're, like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
like, yeah, that is cool. Oh, it's like I knew I loved this guy because like the first time I met him, we're at a party, and I'm you know, I'm sitting. He comes up to me. He's like, David, I want to tell you something that I don't tell a lot of people. It's very it's it's very personal. I'm like, what is it? He's like, he leans in with his most serious look on his face. He's like, they took my balls. <laughs> I'm like. Those fucking Nazis. Uh, Fuck them. <laughs> He's, and his wife just comes over to him like, no, 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 no. He had prostate cancer. <laughs> and he just like, I know I like you. I was testing you. I wanted to see how you would react. I like how you think. <laughs> Nazis. <laughs> oh, I love I it. My bull. Yeah, I loved him. He was just so fun. He had a fart machine installed underneath his dining room table. So if, like, conversations got too serious, he would you would just hear this... <laughs> he's just like, what? Did someone step on the duck? <laughs> what a cool man. Oh, my gosh. He sounds amazing. He was, like, the most modest man, too. He built his own house. I mean, this is a man that had all these patents. He probably had so much money, but he had this small little modest house he built himself. And he just lived there. And he just enjoyed life and, you know, spoiled his family rotten. Yeah, nothing wow. wrong with that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's now I want to call my family in Germany. And be like, can you talk to me so I can just hear that? Now I wish my again? German family was alive. <laughs> oh. It's such a great accent. I was like, I grew up around yeah. it, so it just comes to me naturally. Uh, I was doing a, a show called The 39 Steps. I've done it twice, but I, the first time I did it, I did it out in California. And I, one of the characters I played in it was an English professor in Scotland who was actually a Nazi spy. So I, I had to switch accents halfway through this monologue. And so, yeah doing all this old British and everything off and they're like, yes, Mr. Hannay, what exactly? And they're like, whoa, and the audience every time is like, oh! <laughs> 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 it, it, uh, a talk back with the audience one night and this, there's this one gentleman out there and they're like, yes, sir. He's like, I have a question for that actor over there. I was just wondering, where did you learn how to do your German accent? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. Because I always hate doing someone's accent in front of them because I'm like, oh, I might be slaughtering it because I know how I am when I hear people doing southern accents. I'm like, that is not a southern accent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, oh, but and I'm like, well, I grew up in Huntsville and all these German scientists and I was around them, so I just picked it up naturally. He's like, oh, that explains it. That's why it's so good. I appreciate it. Really it's good. <laughs> really good. It's <laughs> very convincing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank I grew up you. Most times when she was mad, she was saying it in German, so I had no idea what she was saying. Yeah. But she had a super, super thick accent. She has, I will say. Yeah. She's back in Germany. But, um, yeah, yours is on point, man. Thank you. Well, I, I think most people are used to, like, the, the, the Hollywood say, if I think Jack Pierce, God, da, 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 da. <laughs> like, Right, yeah. It's like, yeah, you can do that. But it's like, I, I prefer the more the natural sounding sounds. It's more fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, if you just talked like that all the time, you literally, we would think you were you'd German. Pass. Oh, yeah, you'd pass. No. 100%. I, I am mostly German, too, so I'm like, I think I'm like at least a fourth German, so. It's, mostly. It, yeah, it's, it's 
Yeah, it's weird. Like when I get my hair cut and they have my hair slicked down and everything, I'm like, oh wow, I see the the German with the my my. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, there's definitely that German look. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I see what you're saying about not wanting to do the accent in front of someone that has that accent because oh. my my cousin, his wife knows English, mm-hmm. but she will not talk to me in English. She mm-hmm. will whisper in my cousin's ear. So that he can answer the question for her. Because she's afraid she's going to sound in an English accent. So it's the same. It goes both ways. She's like, I'm not going to talk English to this English-speaking person because I'm afraid I'm going to fuck it up, basically. You know? So I get it. You don't want to offend somebody. And that's that's why I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) It's better just out with it. Because I would ask her a question and she'd be like, and then he would answer, and I'm like, okay, why am I even here? <laughs> All right. But then I, I mean, I understood later. I got it. But I was yeah. like, I'm not going to be offended if you say something wrong or, you know. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. That's how you learn, too. So it's like, right. I, I, at one time when I was waiting tables, one of my bus boys, even though he was older than me, he, he came from Colombia. And at first he was, he, he, he had his English dictionary that he would always just whip out and he's like, ah, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and he's like, I am so sorry. I'm like, don't worry about it. You're learning. You're learning the language. And he, he learned English. Like he was fluent in English in less than six months of living here. And I was like, oh. wow. Did he do it by watching That's TV? Great. Just watching TV and just speaking to people, you know, just like in listening to everybody, you know, it's like he was just so intelligent. It was just like it made me sad to know that he was just a busboy here because in Colombia he, he was a businessman. Yeah. So he, it's just like, wow, wow, you're, like, you're so smart, but people aren't going to think you're smart because of like the language barrier and that's like, oh, you're a busboy. I'm like, oh, no, 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 don't don't hold that against this guy. It's like once he's. Once he gets going, he's he's a brilliant mind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm curious. So since you're so good as art, mm-hmm. are you going to continue to seek out more horror roles? Yeah. It's so like um, to me, work is work. Yeah, so right. and I already have a few other um, horror films lined up for me right now too. So. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's just like it's everything's dependent on the virus right now because it's like, oh well, we're right. supposed to film this fall. We'll see how it goes. We're hoping because you know, the the first one is um it's called Stream. I'm going to be filming with a lot of the people that are actually involved with Terrifier, our Fuzz and Lens guys that were like the exterminator that I decapitated, the two cops. Oh they, yeah. They have their, yeah, they have their own film company and they're actually helping on Terrifier too as well. Like uh, Mike, the exterminator. Um, He's our AD for okay. uh, Terrifier 2. Then, like, uh, Steve and Jason are also on the crew and everything like that. So, like, so, and that one's going to actually have a lot of, like, bigger names in, in the horror industry in it well, as well. So that's going to be really exciting. Like, I know Felissa Rose is involved with it. Jeffrey Combs is involved with the guy that played Francis in um, Pee-wee's Big Adventure is going to be in it. It's like, it, uh, uh, yeah, so... A lot of a lot. It's got a great cast, especially I'm excited, especially excited about working with Jeffrey Combs because you know he's he's I, I love you know most people think of him from Reanimator. I'm like no, he, to me he was from the Frighteners because I 
I loved that movie so much, and his character was my favorite character in that film. He was just such a great, creepy, like, demented character, and I was like, oh, my God, he's so good. What character was he in The Frighteners? He was the the, uh, the guy that was tracking down, he was the one that was just psychotic, just like um, um, tracking down Michael J. Fox's character. He was the one pursuing okay. him the whole entire time, yeah. Yeah, he was just that really just crazy, yeah, like, oh. Movie. Oh yes, yeah. so, such an underrated film. People forget about like, oh my God, no. Yeah. Such a, you know, a Peter Jackson film too that people forget. Yeah, I mean, and Michael J. Fox, come on, man, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, that oh. was a great movie. Yeah. Less, a lot less scary than The Terrifier. Yeah. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Oh yeah. It was, it was more of a comedy than anything. So right. Yeah, that was really good. I'm glad you brought that up because I need to rewatch that. Yeah, I, I do too because it's been a while. It's just like yeah, that was stuff I watched because yeah, like, what Jake Busey's in it, like John Aston and you know Chai yeah, McBride. It's got a lot. great cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having such a hard time looking at you. <laughs> and you that, have, like, I'm, I'm used to hearing that from women. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you had like this bright smile and this jovial, like natural personality, and then it's like I'm thinking of this clown. Oh yeah. And I'm like, no, right. <laughs> it can't be the same person. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, obviously that's a testament to your, your acting. acting. Right. It's so, also a testament to Damien's makeup skills too. <laughs> true. I was gonna ask true. you how long it took. In, uh, yeah. yeah, that takes about three hours to put all that on. So it's a long process. It's because it's this one big huge mask that is uh, glued to my face. So mm-hmm. that's what takes so long is just making sure every bit of it is glued down so it doesn't look like a mask. It looks like it's actually my skin. I've right. always wanted to ask this. The black that goes around your eyes, does that like drive you insane? No. Oh my no. gosh. I just wanted to be like, what if it gets in your eye? Like, <laughs> no, that that's been totally fine. It's just like what drove me insane is when I was originally wearing the black contacts in my eyes. That was, yeah. I, I I just don't like having things in my eyes anyway. And it, and it's you notice near the end of the film, I have green eyes all of a sudden, and it's like that yeah. that was. We, we've put a, a reason for it in the film that was like, you don't really see it happen, but we now say this is what happened. But the reason, real reason for it was like that night when we were filming this one part, it was like the part where I'm going down the hallway pursuing uh, 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 Victoria after I had knocked, knocked out the exterminator and smashed in his head. It's like, that's when my eyes are green. And that's, so I'm like, well, what happened that night was like, we had a rip in one of the contact lenses and we didn't, we had a backup pair, but they were a different type of lens and they were bigger, like almost sclera lenses. So oh, if yeah. I barely moved my eye, it felt like I had daggers going in my eye. And I was like, Oh, there's no way I can act with these things in because I have to do so much acting with my eyes. I can't move my eyes. I would have to constantly just stare forward. And I was like, this is, so we're like, well, crap, we're just going to have to do this. And we, at first we talked about, well, we, maybe we can just digitally, you know, change my eye color for that one scene. But we're like, yeah, that's going to be just too much of a hassle. Let's just do it for the rest of the film without the contacts in for continuity reasons. 
so we came up with the idea is like when I get knocked out by the exterminator, my my contacts get popped out. Brain <laughs> 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 colored contacts, and they get, they fall out when he gets knocked out. So we just don't see him remove them. Yeah, right. I right. feel like it was a good call actually, even though it happened by accident, because I never really noticed too much about your eyes. I didn't notice Color until the body bag yeah. opened. But like yeah. she said, when the body bag like, opened and the eyes were facing this way, looking up at him, it was like, oh. I was like, his I eyes are his... different. Yeah. yeah. His eyes were That's different. the first thing I noticed yeah. besides that, like, shit-eating grin on your face. I was like, ugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> How did you have those teeth in your mouth? Yeah. That's interesting, because those are molded to my, my teeth, so, you know, so oh. that's that's fun, but, you know, it's like, also, they make me drool like crazy, so it destroys <laughs> the makeup, so it's just like, I, it's, I'm always on set, just trying to suck in the spit, which is annoying, it's just like, uh, plus, after a while, they start to hurt, it's like wearing, like, a retainer, so it's just yeah. like, yeah, so it's like, uh, you know, I, I'm good for a few hours, but after a while, I'm like, I got to take these things out for a little bit because I'm just like, ow, 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 ow. But yeah, they seem like they're, it's like a big piece in your mouth. Yeah, it's, especially like the bottom parts of it. Like sometimes you know, it tears up the inside of my, my lips and stuff like that on the bottom because I'm doing so much smiling and doing yeah. all that kind of stuff. So it's just like, it's the constant rubbing up against the skin. It just kind of irritates it, but you deal, you know, it's like yeah. you suffer for your art, as I say. Worth so. it. That's right. Yeah. You killed it. You did. Worth you it. really did. I cannot wait to see the second one. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. I, like I say, it's just everything is bigger and better in the second one. It's just, it's, it's just a fun film. That's what I love. It's like, yeah, we have the violence in there, but it's still fun. Even the, yeah. the kill scenes, even though he's doing these horrible, horrible things, they're fun kill scenes, too. I yeah. think the best part about watching you is that you could tell that you were genuinely having fun <laughs> while you were doing Well, the that's movie. what made art so scary, is that yeah. he's having a good time. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. that makes him the scariest person out there. But oh, besides yeah. even being scary, like to me, when you're sitting there making all those funny faces and you're like <laughs> acting all jovial and like doing all this fucked up shit with this like creepy ass grin on your face. Yeah. And you're like, like all this fucked up stuff. I'm like, man, you know that he's having the time of his life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And for me, that's what made watching the movie a hundred times better. Thank because you, you, you could tell that you genuinely, gen, genuinely, because I can genuinely? speak. Genuinely? I can speak English. Genuinely, yes. Genuinely. Yeah. Just, you know, you know. The, the normal word. That's a great baby name, Miss Genuinely. That's right. Yeah. Just put it all together, but separately. <laughs> Jen Ewan Lee. Oh, it's, a, it's first, middle, and last. There you go. No, but you could tell how much you genuinely loved doing what you were doing, and it made it that much more fun to watch. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, that's what I love about the character, too, is just like, you know, it's like he's just doing this because he finds it to be fun. It's amusement for him. It's like he he's like the anti-clown, where, you know, like most clowns, they do all the stuff to entertain other people. They want to bring laughter and joy to other people. He brings pain and misery to other people to entertain himself. Right. Right. Which right. is my nightmare. Right. And you yeah. totally, but you totally get that from yeah. the way that he is. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I hate clowns. It's demented. It's demented. And that's what, it's like, because people are like, oh, is he doing it out of revenge? I'm like, no, not really. He just 
finds it like the the the, the, the cat lady says he's doing it because he just finds it funny. Right. Yeah. And he doesn't like the even at the end when you hear the cops like the sirens coming and stuff. He doesn't give a shit. Right. He's he just sitting there eating face. Yeah. Like, he does <laughs> like not care at all. Say, like bring in officers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, I'm uh, just come on. So, but hopefully next year you'll be able to do some more, like, horror cons that we can actually go to. Yeah. Because um, I would love to see Art the Clown in person. Oh, yes. yes. I, I miss the cons right now so much because it's, I, I love them. It's just like, you know, I know there's some celebrities out there that don't want to do cons because I think they think in their head that that means you're a has-been or something. Like, oh, no, 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 no. It's the very opposite because it's. For one, it's a great way to just go out there and interact with your fan base. Right, yeah. That's that way you can really interact with people. You can actually build your fan base up more. You, it's like, you know, it's like they it's and second of all it's just fun it's just like it's a paid vacation in a lot of ways too because right. you get to travel to new places you know take some time there explore the local area and stuff like that if you want to you meet a lot of new people and it's just like yeah and they they pay you to do it and i'm like this is even right. better right. This is the best this ever. Is great. after you know here i waited tables for 13 years getting treated like crap on a daily basis just because someone doesn't get enough ranch on the side of their salad you know it's just yeah. like yeah. and then you go to from that to this i'm like it's night and day i'm like i will do this for the rest of my life i am fine yes yeah right <clears throat> well if you're ever in a horror con or whatever con and you're anywhere near the D.C. area, we will come see oh, you. Man. Oh, man. Gladly, oh, gladly. Man. It's like, you know, D.C. is a horror con itself, anyway. Yes, <laughs> yes it is. <laughs> it really is. Or any surrounding area, we'll come there, too. Yes. Right. Oh, definitely, definitely. We'll be there. It's been forever since I've been to DC, so I would definitely love to come back. You know, it's just yeah, like it's, yeah. it's been since like you know, I think nineteen ninety eight was the last time I was in DC, other than flying yeah. through, you know, you know, stopping yeah. through the air, yeah, airplane. But yeah, I'd definitely love to come back and just you know, because I mean, there's there's so much in DC to see and do anyway. So just like oh yeah, yeah, you need to look up if you come to DC. We were just talking about her. Um, what's her name? Black Aggie. Black Aggie, okay. It's like possessed statue, apparently. And she was in a cemetery, but they've mm-hmm. recently moved her to Lafayette Square in uh, D.C., so we're going to go check her out when we can. Wow. You can come with us, and we'll treat you to lunch. There that you sounds go. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Once the world opens up again. Spooky stuff and free yeah. food? Okay. <laughs> so I love that kind of stuff. It's like, you know, I, I, I we recently... schedule. Oh yeah, oh, we we recently did like a a, um, a drive-through screening of Terrifier here in New York at the Kreischer Mansion out in Staten Island, which is a big haunted house. That's where, awesome. Oh, it's such a cool house too, and it's just like I, I loved it. I was like, uh, they're like, you want to go on a tour of the house? I'm like, yes. Uh, yes. Let's please. see everything. I was like, you're going through that place. I'm like, oh yeah. There's like, it's like they don't even have to. So I, I'm I'm kind of sensitive to that kind of stuff too. So I know which rooms have stuff in them or not i can just sense it and i'm like oh yeah this is this is weird this is i'm getting a weird vibe from this room right over here and like, oh, yeah. oh yeah oh yeah have you used a ouija board before no i refuse to yeah. I, yeah. I 
I, I just refuse to. I'm, I'm too, like, see, I, I'm not even a religious person, but I just, I think they're just, I've experienced so much weird stuff. I'm not, I've only, only one time have I ever experienced anything that seemed evil or malicious. Everything else has been like, oh, it's just a ghost. It's just something right. they used to live. Yeah. It's just, they're just going about their routine. They're not trying to harm me, so eh, it's fine. It might make me jump when I'm not expecting it, but other than that, I'm like, I'm not terrified of it. The only time was when I was up in Providence, Rhode Island at this theater we were performing at for uh, Grinch. Oh, which one? Uh, I'm trying to remember. It was because this is back in 2011, so it's been Rhode so Rhode Island is super... Yeah. Super... Oh, yeah. And so many theaters are haunted anyway. Yes. And so I always like to explore theaters when I go to them, and because I'm always like, okay, where's the ghost? I I know there's got to be a ghost here somewhere, and I, I'm exploring. There's like this room next to the lighting booth up there, and like my friend and I were both. I, I like I stepped one foot into the doorway, and everything in my body, like all my hair, was like pow on end, and I'm like I just had this sense of like danger. I'm like you know, just everything went off in my body, like all those like you know. You know, those like primitive instincts were like, yeah. don't go in here. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, ooh. and I, I just backed out on my. I told my friend, like, go in there. And he like, <laughs> he do. steps. He like steps one foot in. He's like, ah, 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 uh, 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 and other people came up, and we're we're just daring everybody to go in that room. Everybody had that same reaction, like I just yeah. cannot. No one could go in that room. Like something, everybody's like, something's just telling me not to go in here. There's like something bad, something very bad happened here. And I, I ended up talking to the people at the theater. I'm like, oh, yeah, no one ever goes in there. Everyone is terrified of that room. This, like, apparently there was like a murder-suicide or something that happened in there. Oh, wow. So, like, I'm like, oh, okay, that explains it. Okay. It's like, yeah, it's like it just that's the only time I ever felt like something malicious. Like if I went in there, something's going to harm me. And you just immediately were just like, that's really got it. Cool. I was like, yep, yeah, no, no. Yeah, that's <laughs> incredible. That's yeah, awesome. It's, it was a weird feeling, though, because, I mean, it was scary. I mean, it really made me scared. I was like, I am just, wow. Something right. really bad. It just had, like, all this whole swell of emotions, like, sadness and, like, just also terror all at the same time. I was like, ooh, like, uh-uh, nope, 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 nope. Yeah. That's incredible. That really is. Okay. Yeah, it's really weird. I'll say I, I've always kind of been like this. Like anytime someone in my family has passed away, I've known the exact second they passed away, and I'll sometimes even know if they were going to die that day too. I just feel it. Wow, I've heard of other people who have said things like that. Yeah. And I don't it know is. if that's a blessing or a curse, that part. But. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not the best. It's like, it's like, it's kind of where, like, my family trusts me now. If I, I say something's going to happen today, they're like, uh-oh. It's like that, yeah. especially, like, the last real one of that was, like, when my, my dad's mom died. That, that day we're out at lunch, and I just felt it at lunch. I'm like, Dad, you, when we leave here, you need to go to the nursing home. You need to spend the rest of the, her time with her. He's like, really? You, you've, I'm like, yeah, just just needs to be the two of you guys. Yeah. And wow. it's like about an, you know, about an hour later I'm in there doing dishes and stuff like that and I, I just felt it and I turned to my sister and I'm like, "Yeah, grandma just died." Wow. And wow. like a few minutes later dad calls us up. So just so you know, it's like, "Oh, we know." <laughs> yeah. That's it's weird. Wow. It's the weirdest feeling. It's like I can't explain it. It's just I just sense it. It's like yeah. that whole thing—you sense a disturbance in the force, right? Kind of yeah, 
Right. Yeah. You just That's feel incredible. that absence from the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I don't know if I would love that, but at the same time, like, I also want to see what it's like. You know what I mean? Right. It's kind of like the whole blessing and curse at right. the same time. But like, yeah. you can't get rid of it, you know? Yeah, it's, it's like a cool thing to experience, but at the same time, it's like, I don't like this, but, you know. Right. Right. But at the same time, it can be helpful, I guess. Yeah. 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 But, you know, I, I do like that kind of stuff. It's like, there was like, a, one of my favorite stories was like when my mom's dad died. Like, his favorite song of the world was Amazing Grace. Yeah. And he was notorious for having a horrible singing voice. He was just so out of tune when he sang. He was so tone deaf. And it drove my mom, my grandmother crazy because she was a professional singer. So it was just like, she's always like, shook, shook, yeah. shook, stop. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, we're at the funeral and we start singing Amazing Grace. And like at the same time, my mom, my mom's sister and I, we all like, all three of us turned to each other like, you hear that, don't you? Like you, you hear that. No one else is like. We, everybody else were like, "Do you hear? Do you hear that?" And like, they're like, "What?" Like you, you don't hear that. It was like just the three of us heard it, and we heard my grandfather's voice singing over the whole entire congregation, just loudly out of tune, just singing "Amazing Grace." <laughs> like this is, whoa. That that is cool. Yeah. She's like, that's weird. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Totally weird. <laughs> it was because like we're because like my mom and I were sitting next to each other, but my aunt was like a few people down from us, and we're all just kind of like, "You hear that, right?" <laughs> like my cousins are like, "What?" <laughs> uh, Grandpa singing out of tune. Like you, you really don't hear that. <laughs> That's so cool. Gosh, yeah. that would be awesome. I would like. Yeah. To- stuff like that oh it was very comforting that was just like yeah, wow exactly i mean we just start i know but it's also confirmation that like yeah you're here yeah it's not like you're done you, you know, know that you're, you're still with us it's just like we just can't see you're just not physically with us exactly mm-hmm. so it's that's comforting yeah, yeah that is very comforting yeah. exactly well, I was like, I think one day science will probably be able to explain this kind of stuff, but right now it's just like, I don't know. Right, yeah. I mean, we. I feel like we've experienced enough where, to yeah. us, we're like, there is something We else, believe it for sure. 100%. Like, my yeah. brother's passed on, and I, I hear my brother. Yeah. Enough to know that, you know, I'm hearing my brother. Yeah. Or, like, it's something just focused enough to know. That was my brother. You know what I mean? Oh, so totally. No. I, you know, I experienced enough to know. I, oh, you know, yeah. I believe we are both believers. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a huge one. Yeah. Huge, <laughs> especially after my mom died. It's like because a little bit of backstory. My dad's mom had a baby grand piano, and I was the only one in the family that played piano. So we fought tooth and nail for me to inherit that. And my grandmother died the year after my mom died, and so. And it was like the, um, so we got that piano and stuff like that. My mom was also a huge smoker. She smoked like two and a half packs a day, but quit in the mid eighties. And we threw away everything that she had that was, you know, that was related to her smoking habit, just so she didn't have that temptation or reminder. So that she had like this crystal ashtray she loved and we ended up tossing that. And then we had moved houses and stuff like that. 
and it was uh, the um, weekend in college when I came back from college when I just dropped out for the semester because it, I was just going through a lot of stuff. Because I, when I went back that fall to do my internship, my my grandmother died, my dog died, a friend committed suicide, and like my sister married a homeless man. So I was just like, whoa! And this is like a year after my mom died. So I was like, my brain was every I'm which way. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah that's a lot. I, it was a lot. I was I was very depressed. I just could not think straight. I was not functioning well, and I I decided I didn't want to teach anymore. I wanted to go into acting full time. That's so I was like, I want to do something that's going to make me happy, and this is what's going to make me happy. I'm going to give this a shot, damn it. And my dad's like, okay, cool. Why don't you just come home, take about a year off just to get your head out, you know, just just recenter yourself. I'm like, okay. It's like get your finish up your degree, and then you can go off and pursue acting. I'm like, okay. So it was that weekend I come home, and I'm coming downstairs that next morning, and sitting on top of that baby grand piano was an ashtray. Oh. And it had ashes in it, like someone had just been smoking cigarettes. What? And it was just like, the only people that had been in my house were my dad and I. Right. Wow. And I turned, I'm like, Dad, this is not funny. Where the heck did you get this ashtray? We threw this away. He's like, I have not seen that in like 15 years. Wow. And I'm like, where did this come? This was on top of the piano. And I'm like, and then we go in our car later on that day, and there's a cigarette in the ashtray of the car of my mom's brand of cigarettes, and it had lipstick on it. No. That's incredible. We're that like, the heck? But I looked at it as that, that was my mom's way of telling me that you chose right. You're going to be fine. I love it. So yeah. that, that's awesome. That I was her it. sign because we had talked like right before she passed away. She and she's like she told me you know in our final conversation she's like you know don't do what you think you have to do with your life do what you want to do and what makes you happy with your life mm-hmm. and it didn't it. register with me then but that's when, like that year later that's when everything clicked in the place oh I know what she was trying to tell me right and so that was that was her way of going you've got this that's and can you I, imagine I, how proud. Of you oh. that she is right now? Oh, she was my biggest fan. So that's that's the thing. It's just like, yeah. I, I still have that ashtray with me here in New York. I brought it with me. It's just like yeah. as a reminder of all that. How could so. you not? Yeah. Oh, Seriously, yeah. Oh. once that comes back to you, you don't get rid of it again. Yeah. Oh, no. No, that was just like, this is, that was just the most bizarre thing. It was just like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, point yeah. take. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's like, there's, there's no way you could explain that one. No way. No. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like. You know, the things you just cannot explain away. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You're just like, okay, well, that happened. Yeah. It's like, I'm just, I, just, I found comfort in it. I was like, okay, I chose right. I made right. the right decision. I'm going to be okay. You definitely you did. You definitely made the right decision. And we are very glad you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very one of those things that kept me going all those years. You know, all, you know, for 13 years having to wait tables because it's just like, I... I was like, no, I'm supposed to do this because I, I know so many actors that give up. They get disgruntled. Right. They get, you know, they're just like, ah, man, I've tried, but I, it's just not clicking. And I, I was always just like, it was just, I was always like, well, there's one thing will lead to another and to another and to another and to another. I'll get there eventually. I just got to keep on at this. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's and the perfect mindset. That's how we have kind of been 
since we started this podcast. And look at us now talking to We're talking David to Howard you. Thorne. There you go. You just never know. You never know. You might have your own show one day, like big time. You just never yeah, know. That's the goal. The sky is yeah. the limit. But... That's our goal. And when we have our own studio, you can be our first in-person guest. I would love that. That would be fun. That we keep we, that's our dream. We're like, oh my that's god, that's our we're dream be in old town. Yeah. We can have this little spot. We can have our own studio. That's our <laughs> job, and we can just talk face to face with all the people that we want to interview. Yes. And, yeah. So just all you know, aim for those goals. You just you. That's the thing. You never know unless you try. Right. And when we messaged you, I mean, I had no idea if you get back to us or not, but right. we have no idea what how like this gives us more steam to keep going. Mm-hmm. Like, he, I was like, right, when you got back to us, we were like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love doing these. I love doing podcasts. They're just, they're so much fun. I'm just like, it's just fun to interact with people and just you're chat. So, you're so easy to talk to. Yeah. Y'all too. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, some people get a little bit nervous, you know, they're just like, okay, I got questions. And I'm like, okay. I was like, don't you don't need to be nervous with me. I'm just like everybody else. I'm just like, I don't see myself as a celebrity. That's the weirdest thing for me. I'm like, I'm still my the the little shy geek from Alabama. <laughs> so. Well, I like that side of you because it's like right. we just watched you on a movie, but now we're just <laughs> talking to you, like you know. Yeah. But but it keeps you grounded and you're human, and that's what's cool because. You know, we were super nervous going into it because we're like, we don't know what he's like. We don't know, you know what I mean? And then here you are, and you're just this super humble, super sweet, super nice guy hmm. that, you know, telling us about his German neighbors back in Huntsville. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? And going into these haunted houses and all this kind of stuff. I mean, it's truly been a wonderful time talking with you. And hopefully... And hopefully after the sequel comes out, you'll come back and chat with us again. Oh, I'd be happy to because there's so much oh. I want to talk about that I'm not allowed to yet. I know, and we have so many oh. questions, but we know that you're not allowed right. to answer them. Oh, you're going to have so many more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to have so many more. You're going to be like, well, who is this character and what's that with this? I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're dying to see it. Oh, so yeah. hopefully it will be released sooner rather than later. I hear you. That's what we're all hoping because we're so excited for people to see this because we've had so much fun making it and we want people to see it because we want to see people get excited and now know what we've been doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're ready. So we were just excited showing everybody that little bit of a teaser trailer. I'm like, just yeah. seeing how excited people are over that. I'm like, oh, you have no idea. Right. But I thought it at least got to show people. It showed me shooting a flamethrower because I've been like, I've been like, just like, oh, I want to tell people I got to shoot a flamethrower. <laughs> well, now, now seeing how excited he is, I'm oh, even yeah. more excited. Oh. I'm, I'm scared, actually, but oh, I'm yeah. stoked. I'm stoked. <laughs> okay well david thank you so much thank you so much we really appreciate you we'll talk to you soon all right well y'all take care and have a good one all right you too bye stay safe out there you too (laughs) thank you bye bye
Bye.